Welcome to Live Your Full Life Now podcast. And we are continuing our, our teaching. Um, the title is Learn About Jesus. I thought this would be an appropriate subject and title to kind of explore during this festive hall, Christmas season in December, celebrating the birth of Jesus. Um, as you, I'm sure, know, billions of people are celebrating um, this Christmas season all around the world. And um, uh, that is not to say that they're all celebrating the birth of Jesus. A lot of people, it's just, it, this celebration has turned into a more like a holiday or a cultural celebration as well. People just put up a tree, get together, dress up, do gift exchange, and kids expect Santa to come and bring the gift. And it's kind of, um, maybe maybe for some even believers, has lost its true meaning um, of what what the Christmas season is about. The, re- the true real reason for the season is the birth of Christ, our Savior. And I just feel like this is our duty uh, and our calling as believers in Christ, as Christians and followers of Christ, to share this wonderful gospel, this wonderful message with people who maybe don't know or don't care to know um, really the, the true meaning behind the Christmas season. And I believe if we um, kind of step out in faith and share this, some some people, hopefully a lot of people, will um, hear something new that they haven't heard before and open their hearts to uh, receive Christ as their Lord and Savior. So, um, and I think the more information that we have about the subject, the more it helps us to explain it better. So that's why I decided to do this teaching on learn about Jesus. So this is our second teaching on that subject. Um, So I'm not sure if you know, but um, there have been a lot of prophecies. They say somewhere between two to 300 prophecies in the Old Testament about Jesus, about his coming into the world, uh, everything that happened to him, everything that he did, all the way from birth to um, the crucifixion, all had been foretold and by the prophets in the Old Testament. For example, that he would be born, the Messiah would be born of a virgin. That's in Isaiah 7:14. I'm not going to read all those verses, but I'm just kind of giving you the address for those verses if you want to look it up. Uh, the birthplace of Jesus, uh, Bethlehem, uh, in Micah 5, 2, um, that the Messiah will be betrayed by one of his own followers, and that's in Psalm 41, 9. Um, that the Messiah will die as a sin offering, and that's in Isaiah 53, verses 5 through 6, also uh, verses 8 and 12. Um, so there's tons of prophecies, and they're anywhere from Genesis to Isaiah to Micah to Psalms, and I'm sure to some other books that talked about, predicted that Jesus is going to come into the world, and again, from his birth to crucifixion, exactly what's going to happen and where. These are all predicted. Um, in the Old Testament. Um, also, what uh, his crucifixion was predicted in Psalm 22, 16 through 18. And I think I already went over it, that he would be born of a virgin. Um, that's also in Isaiah 7, 13 through 14. So it just validates it more, you know, that this was a plan of God um, that came into action. Because a lot of people, especially non-believers, if you ask them, who do you think Jesus is? They might say, well, he was a prophet, or he was a good teacher, and he was a religious leader, you know? Um, and he may, they may just compare him to the religious leaders of other religions and say, just like the other religions, he was just a religious leader for Christians. And that is not true at all. 
Jesus was not just a teacher or a prophet or a religious leader. Jesus, we're going to get into that, uh, was the Messiah. Okay, so that's what we're going to talk about and hopefully shed some light on people who are kind of on the sidelines and not knowing exactly what his role was and um, who, who, who he truly was. So um, I want to read uh, to you guys from um, John 1. So please pay attention because we're going to go back to these verses and kind of uh, break them down and try to make more sense out of them. So John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. Okay, so if I said that too fast, I'm kind of like sort of going to say it again, more summarize, but emphasize on the word. So it says, in the beginning was the word. So the word is Jesus, right? It says, and the word was with God. So let's say Jesus was with God. And then it says, and the word was God. So it says, and Jesus was God. <laughs> and he was with God in the beginning. So Jesus was with God in the beginning, and through him all things were made. So through Jesus, everything was made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. So it's pretty much a saying, in the beginning was Jesus, Jesus was, was, was with God, and Jesus was God. So it, this can be all a little bit of confusing of, like, what do you mean, was God with God? Like, was he God, or was he with God? Like, what? So <laughs> we're going to continue the teachings and hopefully it'll become more and more clear. So he was both. So he was with God and he was God and he is God. So let's continue reading. John 1, 14, it says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. So again, it says the word became flesh. Who was the word? Jesus. Jesus is the word, right? It says he became flesh, which means he took a human form and made his dwelling among us. Among who? Among human beings, right? And it says we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son. So historians will tell you literally Jesus was, a, was born and he was a person and he walked the earth. So this is not something, uh, you know, man-made or a fantasy or... Um, this is something that history can attest to, that he truly uh, was born and walked the earth and was crucified and captured and all that. Um, so the next verse I want to read to you guys is Hebrews 2, 14 through 18. It says, since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humility, humanity, so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, that is the devil. Okay, you might say, what? what? What happened? We just went from in the beginning was the word, the word was God to um, breaking the power of devil. What, what are you talking about? So let me back up a little. Colossians 1, 16 through 17 says, For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And who? This is, again, it's talking about Jesus, okay? So now we're going back to the verse of Hebrews 2, 14 through 18. Um, 
why did he let's say okay so jesus was with god jesus let's say was god even though it doesn't make complete sense to us like he's the son of god but he's also god uh, but then he came to the earth and he took a flesh form right he became a human why why would he do that and he, again hebrews 2 14 says uh, since we have flesh since we're human beings we have flesh and blood he had to share in our humanity right and by his death so he had to become a human and he had to die a human death why because this is the only way he could break the power of the enemy over us the break the power of, because it was a human being adam who handed the you know who allowed by disobeying god they allowed um they gave satan control right and also they broke that bond that they have with god that separated them right from um the the fellowship that they had with god and now a per and remember there is a price for sin right humans committed sin and now a, there has to be a perfect sacrifice but that perfect sacrifice has to be in a human form now who can do that really nobody because every single person ever born besides jesus as has committed a sin so it, it it wouldn't work right it has to be a perfect sacrifice that sheds his blood um, on the cross and who has a human form so literally god himself had to come down to earth and take a human form to fulfill that to pay the price of sin instead of us and you might say whoa, whoa, whoa wait it's it, first it was god it was jesus the son of god and now it's god so again this can be become confusing and honestly god is so majestic um he's so beyond our understanding of his fullness is so much more that it is it can be like not very clear for us how can he be a son at the same time be one with god which is like we're, then we're going we're going into the trinity trinity which is the uh, the father the son and the holy spirit um, that they all dwell together and they dwell separate from each other but they are one right so jesus came to the earth he was the son of god but at the same time uh, we say that he's also Lord. He was the Messiah. So I think I'm going to conclude this teaching here, but we're going to continue because it just gets better and better. Because I think once people understand that God himself came down and paid the price of sin, that's how much he loved them. I think they have their whole understanding of this whole Christmas season and what the God's love for just human beings, anybody who's willing to receive this gift is available for all. The Bible says that God is no respecter of a person so anybody that understands this and accepts this i believe their their life will completely change because they will have a new relationship with a new living god and he will take them to um, a new level of life that they've never experienced before so i think i'm going to um, conclude this second teaching about learning about jesus but we will continue in the next podcast and exploring more on the subject so until then god be with you and god bless you